Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So Apple planning to do a big investment in original programming, but this $1 billion investment is going to be spent on movies destined for the big screen and not the streaming service. So, Mark, why do you think they're doing this? I would think that their streaming service was, would be more successful. So it's actually a billion towards uh, movies, not necessarily movies just for, for theaters, right? So these movies would hit in theaters and the streaming service at the same time. Getting into theaters is a way to boost marketing. It's a way to boost interest. There's lots of actors, producers, directors, Hollywood types who find, you know, straight to streaming not ideal and they want the movie theater push. So it's sort of a way to appease those people, get bigger names, Martin Scorsese, Apple could pay basically a quarter of a billion just on that one film that Scorsese is working on. So a lot of recent momentum here from TV Plus, uh, which is pushing them to up their budget a bit, specifically on uh, theatrical, on full-length feature films, in addition to their, their standard TV shows and such. You know, interesting when you said that it is to appease these people who are used to putting their movies on the big screen and you shoot it in a certain way when it's meant to be seen in, in, a, in a grand theater like that. Um, I'm wondering whether then Apple feels like that they have enough confidence that there are enough people in the seats to then push their streaming service. I mean, you've seen movie theaters and the resurgence movie theaters have had over the past six months or so, right? I went to see uh, James Bond, No Time to Die, at the end of 2021. Obviously, that was a movie a lot of people were looking forward to, but the theater was certainly, you know, filled uh, to the brim, right? So with the right movie, you're going to fill up those theaters, and it seems like Apple's very confident it's going to have the right content to get that filled up. You know, Apple has had a lot of success on its um, on its streaming service. So I just I wonder whether or not that success isn't enough on its own to get people who are you know maybe not used to watching you know programming that way. You know, Apple always wants to grow, right? And part of the marketing push there is you're going to bring people into theaters who may not be familiar with TV Plus. They'll learn about TV Plus there, and then they'll subscribe to watch more content that they like. If they like what they see in the theaters, they'll like uh, what they subscribe to on TV Plus. Okay, but you're not going to see something like Ted Lasso on the big screen, I and mean, that's a design for, for, you know, streaming on your computer, on your phone, maybe, even if it's not on your TV? I mean, who knows? Maybe one day, you know, there's talk that Ted Lasso may wrap up after this season, or maybe there'll be one more season after this. There's probably going to be some spinoffs planned, and maybe there'll be a Ted Lasso movie one day, five years from now, uh, with Jason Sudeikis that we'll all head to the movie theater to watch at the same time uh, that it launches on TV Plus for streaming. Yeah, I admit I'd probably go watch that, too. Um, is there a demographic that they're going after in this? I think this is everyone, anyone who's willing to pay for more content, right? This is really not about the movie theaters, right? This is about Apple upping its budget to make full-length feature films. Uh, Apple only has a few movies, right? There's Emancipation, there's a few other ones, uh, but certainly they could grow and expand, right? Netflix has done a good job of choosing between short 
short-term series, documentaries, TV shows, and movies. Apple's focused primarily on you know TV show series like uh, Severance, Ted Lasso that you mentioned. There's Schmigadoon. Uh, there's the new one with Harrison Ford. Uh, certainly, lots of popular shows, but they could probably do quite a bit more in terms of full-length, you know, hour-and-a-half to two-and-a-half-hour movies, and that's where this budget is pushing toward. You think anybody else might be considering similar investment? You know, this investment is sort of right near what Netflix and Amazon is doing. Amazon is is doing about, you know, 5x per year about what Apple's going to spend now. So you're getting close and you're talking about those uh, law of large numbers at this point. So it's uh, par for the course. They're not at the high end there, but they're certainly growing and they want to compete more with Netflix and Amazon. And in terms of getting people in Hollywood on board, in terms of buying content, really it's bidding and money what speaks. Mark, thanks very much for the reporting and the perspective. That is Bloomberg Tech reporter Mark Gurman. You can hear our tech and business reports weekdays at 1230. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.